Shiv Talkers <laughs> Podcast.com <laughs> Tales from the Shift. Oh, hello, everybody. Thank you for joining us. I'm Colleen Sweets, and I am joined today with, of course, Miss Cricket and Miss Lovely Arellis. Today, our special guest is Desiree Janes, who has been my longtime friend, my my uh, ride or die. Um, we have other names as well, but um, <laughs> we'll get to those shortly. How are you today, Des? I'm good. I'm really good. I'm glad to be here. I'm good. excited. Very excited. We're excited this. that you're here. Yes. Uh, we have been talking a lot of shift um, for, for a while and we're having a great time with it. So we're really excited that you're here because we, we know that you probably will have a bunch of stories to share with us. Yes. Uh, grab a shifty. Yeah. Grab a shifty, get settled in. We like to ask our guest how you got in the business. Um, there's, there's always usually a story behind it. Somebody, you know, dragged you in it or however it may have happened, but how did you, what, what was your first serving job? How old were you? And what? tell us about it. Yeah, well, I grew up in Alabama, so I was 16, 17 maybe when I got my first at good old Applebee's. Oh, I used to be. Applebee's. Yeah, it was, I thought it was, and it was right next to one of the universities. So we had the college students. I was young. I met it from this girl who was no good at all. And she pulled me in. Well, will be exactly. Mean, so <laughs> there's a reputation for a reason, right? And so I get in with her, and then I we work in there, and I'm you know I'm doing pretty good. It's my first job, and I'm thinking I'm doing great. And then they invite me to a party just shortly after I get hired on at the Applebee's. The manager has opened up these to his friends and his. Friends, friends, and mm-hmm. now we're drinking from Applebee's stockpile behind the bar. He's serving us. There's people doing it in the booths over oh. there. And I'm like, wow. This Sounds is like <laughs> the good old days. <laughs> yeah. So just your average At service industry Christmas party. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going home to my parents. And they're like, how was work? And I'm like, well, well it was education. Great, you know? <laughs> Think so I'm going to like it. Yeah, yeah. I was kind of thrown into it and then just, you know, you know how we are and how these people are. And we sure were in it. And <laughs> yeah. so once Applebee's and then, you know, it grew from there in and out of college and serving this job and that job and then moving to New Mexico. And that's where I met you three ladies at <laughs> So, <laughs> I believe that out. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> at the beep. Yeah. Well, we're at New Mexico where I met you ladies. Yes. So. Yeah. yeah. That's where we all worked. Yeah. So that's where I kind of started. And I was really thrown into it with seeing the most of the most up yeah. at the beginning. It's yeah. crazy the difference yeah. between, you know, locations. And, you know, I know, you know, because there's an Applebee's not far now, like from, you know, where we all work together. And, the expectation of service and, and it's just, it's always remarkable how the culture is different from one place to another. Like I've never worked at any kind of chain restaurant. I mean, well, first of all, just, you know, I've got 20 piercings just in my head, 
you know, and they're like, oh, well, you can wear one single hoop earring. And I'm like, yeah, that's going to be a deal breaker for me. And like, yeah. you know, um, but that's always been a real surprise to me, like just adjusting to each place. But after a while, and I'm sure it's like this in other cities, like, you know, it's, it's such an incestuous industry in, yes. in New Mexico. Like, you know, anybody that you meet, you're like, all right, so, so how do I know you? Cause I know, I know you, right. Like, right. If it's, I don't know you, I know somebody that you used to date yeah, or that it's you work community with, you know, for yeah, sure. Definitely. You know? And it, it follows you everywhere. Yeah, you know? like, it does. Yeah. Especially when you go to a restaurant, you, you're sitting down eating and you see somebody and they're looking at you and like, how do I know you? And I'm like, yeah. I've served you. Yeah. I've served yeah. you before somewhere. That's I how. don't remember where, let, but I have. Let me put my hair up and talk yes. in, my, <laughs> in my waitress voice, and you'll get you'll get it right away. Right, right. I had that when I met my uh, my first husband, my ex husband. Uh, the first time that I met, and it was at Thanksgiving at his parents' house because we still do holidays together and stuff. Um, but that's that's how I knew his uh, girlfriend that he's been with for a couple years now, who I absolutely adore. But it was the same thing where I'm just like. I know I know you like, you know, that smile and like that, you know, like, I know, I know you. And then it turns out that whenever I would get off work, I would stop by, it was like a TGI Fridays that's since closed down, closed down. And, um, and she would, all, she was always like the nighttime bartender. So she'd serve me, serve me a shot in a beer, like didn't even have to order. You know, I just sat down, she knew nice. she'd crack them open sit and I'd have my, you know, give her a good tip and then leave. But it was, it, that was really cool for me when it was like, Oh, like, Cause I, I just got good vibes from you. Like yeah. I knew I liked you, you know? And then, yeah. So met her on Thanksgiving, but it was that same thing where it's like, yeah, I knew I knew you. Yeah. Cause yeah. You, you were in it too. <laughs> there was a time Des that, uh, and you're, you're from, where are you from? I'm from Huntsville, Alabama. I Huntsville, Alabama. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I moved here probably just a little over 10 years ago. So maybe 12 years ago, I moved to New Mexico. What mm-hmm. brought you here? Um, my dad, my dad's job was, he's in the movie industry and he works on sets. He's a construction coordinator. Cool. So he's huge, you know, out here at the, the studios and working on the shows. And so he came out here and then I, when we moved, I just kind of got in the service industry as normal. I worked in another chain and then at a family owned restaurant. And so, but yeah, I've been here for that long and so you're not in the industry anymore, and we'll get no, to that. We'll, yeah. we'll talk about that in a in a little bit because we're going to talk about the industry and being in right. the industry for a little okay. bit. But, um, so I know about a story where you got taken out in handcuffs <laughs> yes. while you were at work. Um, yes. So we want to hear about that. Well, tell us a story. <laughs> so after living here in New Mexico, it's probably maybe a couple of years and working at an establishment and making relationships. And, and then just something happened with that restaurant and I didn't work there anymore. And then I just got another job at a chain. It was mm-hmm. just a quick find quick and, and I got yeah. my money, like no big deal. You can learn. Cause we all know how to learn a menu and oh, like, yeah. we know how to do that. Yeah. And so I get there, and I'm, like, day two in. <laughs> and the manager comes up. You know, I'm still already nervous. And he's like, so there's some people out back um, waiting for you. I'm like, is my parents? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> they bring me a coffee? Or like... I'm like, okay. And they were like, well, we're going to have to take you around the other side mm. so that nobody you know the back of the back house door, yeah. nobody in the front of the house we were just openings and, and this place opens early like they, it's a breakfast lunch place. oh okay yeah. so they open it early like 6 30 7 o'clock so they were there early 
So they take me around with the back end. Did you know what was going on at the time when they said, come with us? We got to take your own back. Vaguely, vaguely. Like I knew, like there was things previous in my life that were kind of building up to this moment. Yeah. And I just so happened to be at work (laughs) and a new job and new friends and new impressions. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So I go out back and they're standing there and. Who? First, who is standing there? Yeah. The two detectives. <laughs> yeah. Oh, um, detectives. With their car unmarked and their badges and Desiree Jane's, yes, it's mm-hmm. me. <laughs> well, you're, you know, under arrest for, they're like, we were going to handcuff you inside, oh, but God. we gave you the, you know, your, that was what, a your courtesy. dignity. Yeah. I know. It's like, yeah. well, thank you. And then Thanks I so proceed to ask, well, can I have a cigarette? <laughs> <laughs> And he says, yes. <laughs> oh, nice. That's actually super But cool. my manager, the other manager, and I'm sure, I think a server had coming out. And at that point, like, you know how room at wildfire, they spread rumors. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah. I'm sure they were, first of all, they were like, fuck. Right. Because they knew they were going to be down a server. <laughs> <laughs> Damn it. Oh. And she was good. Like, yeah. she's real good. And, and I'm like, eyeliner on. Like, I am good. And get pulled out in handcuffs. Like, I didn't go back to that restaurant even to eat. Oh, yeah. For like yeah. years after. I think I just recently went back to <laughs> make sure <laughs> everybody's gone. Right. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> There's all new employees there now. So I was, you know, so embarrassed. But, you know, at that point in my life, it, that was a long time ago. So things have changed. It was a, it, I, it was a big blur and it we do what we do and a mistake is a mistake but mm-hmm. man and it's funny to laugh about now because for I'm, sure you know i'm yeah. doing great and it's but man, that's a good story like who gets come out with handcuffs like at an early morning shift at 6 34 you know in new mexico like so i it's feel like, like it's not that uncommon you think? like well, because no. there was, yeah, like there was a back of house thing one time, you know, that I remember, like, I, it wasn't like a shift that I was working or anything, but I remember it was something similar where they like came from one of the back of house people and, you know, same thing. First of all, it was just, everybody's like, fuck, <laughs> you know, like what you're we? down, like one of the cooks. And, right. You know, uh, but then, you know, you're just like, all right, well, it's just going to super suck and you get through the shift and like, you know, and I, I couldn't even tell you, I think that one was, I'm sure that one was like drug related. I mean, honestly, I feel like if it happens in a restaurant, it's probably right. <laughs> yeah, mine was that definitely is, not yeah. a good, you know. But it, it was just kind of funny that, you know, thinking just imagine yourself walking through the kitchen with mm. your toast, toast and, and your handcuffs, yeah, crisp on your hands and, and your it's, tables like and your apron. Like <laughs> not, I would be like, but what about the table? table. Yeah. I, I haven't served in their eggs yet. Thirteen <laughs> needs more milk. Did you? <laughs> did you have any tables? Like, had the restaurant no, open? We, I think we were opening. Okay. So that no. was because I said that totally would have been me. I would have been like, but I never got the yeah. ranch for forty three. Right, right. They're waiting on their ranch. Yeah. Twenty years later. <laughs> I remember, (laughs) I remember, uh, at work one Friday night, uh, they had sent in, they meaning SID, um, what does SID stand for? Special Investigations Division. It was called ALE in in North Carolina, which I always thought was Yeah, it's different. It spells ALE, but it was like Alcohol Licensing and Enforcement. Yeah, they basically, uh, they send in, what do you call them? There's, yeah, the, police. The, oh, they're so state police. The laws of yeah. the state are being followed. Yeah, right. we have and they really send nice in, uh, what do you call the people that, um, oh, like I want to call them props, but that's not what like they're. Like the undercover, you know, you know yeah. like, they'll, like they'll send agent. in like a 15-year-old girl. 
offer. <laughs> well, they do. They they yeah. they try to set you up basically and like, see if so you're following the rules shopper. of, of gold. <laughs> yeah. Like, Secret shopper. I but, remember um, it was a Friday night. We were slammed and they sent in this underage guy, but he was with a bunch of overage, uh, oh, sure. you know, of, of age, I shouldn't say overage, but of age men. And they were all together. And um, she, the the server did ask this guy for his ID, but it was a vertical ID, which mm-hmm. we don't accept in, in that anymore. in that particular yeah. restaurant. It's a house rule. We just don't. And um, a lot of restaurants don't accept anymore, verticals yeah. anymore. Um, even though they are 21, this was a vertical idea that boy was not 21 actually. And, uh, he, she, she was really, really slammed, really, really busy. And she really didn't pay attention to Mm. vertical or even his age. She just looked at the ID and she figured that's enough as long as I asked and looked, but yeah. it isn't. No. So um, she gave it back. She served him a beer. And as soon as she set that beer down in front of him, all of the other guys, yeah, that, yeah, I mean, they were all cops. They immediately were like, you're under arrest and da, da, da. And like, I remember um, running to get the manager that was on duty that night and been like, she's getting arrested. And the manager was like, what? Who? What's going on? And it wasn't you, Cricket. Thank I goodness. know. I wasn't there that night. No, but... They did um, arrest her, though? Because... They did arrest her. Yeah, oh they they were also very uh, kind about it, I guess. I mean, even though... Because they kind of... They, they were trying to deceive. They try to deceive you. And whatever. Um, but they were kind enough to wait until they took her outside to put her in handcuffs and, wow. and, and read her rights. They didn't do it right there in the restaurant, but they have that ability and the right actually. And how long ago was this? Was this pretty recent? Like, no, this years was years. Or, this oh. was years ago. It, it was, it was a long time ago and she ended up, this is the thing about uh, serving underage or over serving or any kind of, mm-hmm. uh, you know, uh, being a bartender, being in the bar and serving customers, you can get arrested mm-hmm. and, and they can take you right out of your job, right behind the bar in right. handcuffs in front of everybody. Because if they so choose to a federal offense to mm-hmm. mistake that idea yes. or not look but properly. But they also don't have to. And I appreciate the one. Like oh, when I, yeah. I had a guy, really? I was bartending and it was like, because they do. They try to catch you off guard. They try to be sneaky. I, I don't totally know get why. don't have to. But I was working with a guy, and he, you know, same same just like us. Years in the industry, um, and uh, and this this honestly, what, this was like maybe four years ago. Um, you know, so he knew what he was doing. And, and we had these two kids come in, and it was like, you know, closing the bar, there's the one bartender where it's like, okay, so you take point. If we get some weird rush, I'll jump in, but I'm going to start doing all the side work. And right. so I'm, you know, mopping the floors and I'm, and I'm doing all that. And so I see these kids walk in and like, that was my first thought. Like these kids walked in and they sit down at the bar and, uh, and this guy, um, you know, I see he goes over to greet him. So I'm like, you know, like take the trash out or something. And I come back in and they've got two pints in front of them. And I remember being really surprised, but I was like, well, you know, he must've carted, like surely he carted them. Oh, you, know? you weren't the bartender. They, the... Yeah. Like he and I were bartending together, but oh, I did not it. serve That's them. Right. But it. you know, yeah. So I just, you know, I was like, oh, okay. Well, I guess he did. Cause then there are some people, I mean, shit, there's people we work with that I'm like, 
you know, you look like, I know you're 32, but you <laughs> look like you're 17, you know? Um, and so, yeah. And he ended up and they were super cool. Like the, the girl, because a lot of times, you know, cause my dad's uh, been in law enforcement forever. And so a lot of times it is just like the detectives like daughter or something. Yeah. And it was like her and her boyfriend. And so the dad comes in, um, the detective, you know, comes in and, uh, he was like, did you serve these two, you know, drinks and I was like no I've, I've been shutting things down I was like is there a problem and he was like well yeah she's 15 and he's 16 oh wow I'm gonna need to see your manager and he was super cool about it like the minute that I told him I hadn't served him you know but then like the other bartender walks around um like in from the kitchen and he just took one look read the scene and just had that like yeah. Oh, yeah. and you know and they were so cool and it was right at the end of the night like I said it was like you know maybe 20 minutes before we closed and they were like, all right, look, like we could arrest you and take you from here, you know? And, uh, you know, I was like, we're not going to do that. You know, we're going to go ahead and cite you and you will have a court date, you know, and you know, all that other stuff, you know, but they were super cool about the fact that they didn't arrest him right then, which mm -hmm. they were absolutely well within their rights to do. Right. But then, you know, and the repercussions from that are always so gnarly because, you know, first of all, like at that particular company, you were just automatically fired. You right. Know? Um, and, and that's not the case at a lot of places, which is very generous of yes. them. Because it's kind of one of those like mistakes you only make once. Yeah. yeah. And, you know, the thing is, the, the reason why most of the time that that person gets fired is because not only do they get fined like five thousand dollars the restaurant gets fined like twice as much oh yeah. and if this happens on a friday or saturday or a a, a, a busy Any, whatever day uh yeah. liquor day uh busy bar day mm -hmm. you're losing so, so much sales, money right. that restaurant because yeah. within six months you have to be open for 24 hours a regular shift and not serve alcohol right that just people will walk in and turn around and leave Busy liquor day, new band name, I call it. New band name. Nice. Yes. Busy liquor day. Busy liquor day. You should date? write that down. Right Busy September liquor day. 24. September 24th. Busy liquor day. Like, oh, I, I love it. I have all three of their albums. Like, <laughs> <laughs> the first one, Liquor Up Front. Love that. Great album. Uh, that's actually a what, Reverend Horton Heat album. And there's poker in the back. Yeah. <laughs> So, uh, Des, you're not in the industry anymore. No. Uh, you, you got arrested. You went to jail. I did. Uh, you came back. Did you get back into the industry? I did. Then? I went to another chain. I helped open up that one. It was in Albuquerque and it was actually really good. I, me and my sister worked oh, there. Cool. So yeah. that was really fun. Like, oh, I remember we when they like opened. ran the yeah. place. Like we were the best of the best. When you nice. open a place and Dude. you create the expectation man. of service. And I used like, to hate opening. Now I love it. Man, we were banking. Yeah. And I, you know, I, I would never go back to that place. If I ever <laughs> went somewhere, you know, it would be elsewhere. But we, we had a good establishment there. So sure. I did. I went there for a little bit. And then my dad, who is in the industry, gave me a call and said, you know, hey, do you want to, an opportunity came up and I was able to jump on with my dad and oh, now wow. I've been with him in construction and swinging a hammer and building That's these awesome. sets for this, you know, this TV series right now, Roswell. Oh yeah. That's on CW. It's they filmed in my neighborhood. Yes, they did. <laughs> They're super cheesy. Oh my gosh. But, <laughs> but they pay. Season three. And so. those are long hours, huh? Yes. Like, yeah. I yeah. work, you know, my kids are at daycare for 11 and a half hours. So serving, if I had, and, and it, I was talking to you earlier about this, that my social life has definitely dropped since yeah. switching from 
or being out of the service industry. Oh, I love my job. I love the life that we've created. And, but I do miss, you know, being those connections and, and not necessarily nightlife or being out and just schedules are different. It's social. And it like, and you're social. a mom with young yeah. kids, yes. you know, yes, I am. and that was, I mean, that was a big thing for me. You know, I took like a five year break when I, you know, had my first two children and then going back to it and it was kind of a similar thing. It was totally unexpected. I wasn't looking for work, you right. know, like, you know, my husband, you know, doing well, you know, for the whole family. Um, but yeah, an opportunity just sort of came up where it was like, Oh, it'll just be, you know, a couple of times a week right. and, you know, and my husband, you know, really encouraged that. You know, he was like, oh, you just get out, like, away from the and kids it's good every for once you. in a while. Yeah. Yeah. No, Even I'm, though he yeah. comes to see you every single day that Does you work. Does he? This is actually my first husband. Oh, okay. Yeah. And he's in the industry, too. Like, he's in the service oh, okay. industry as well. And so he definitely understood. And I and I, and I do think that he, he saw that, you know, like, you kind of... Like I, I was probably like, you know, singing Sesame street in my sleep, right. you know, yeah. like you just can't, and, and, and the change is massive. Yeah. You know, like I remember I started it and is. it was not, it was opening a new restaurant and it wasn't that busy of a place, but like I started to feel pretty again. Yes. Like I was moving yes. again. I was meeting new people and you know, you just take all that positivity and everything right. and you bring it home and you feel like you've had a whole social day Yeah. except you got paid for it, exactly. you know? Yeah. And it's not to say that we still don't love our nights out, you yeah. know, like Saturday night, I'm going to get off work and I'm still going to go out Oh right. because, you know, Oh yeah, that's definitely changed. But like, yeah, but when your work life is also right. a, a rollicking social life. Exactly. Yeah. Like yes. I would definitely yeah. miss that. When you're taking shots of whiskey out of coffee cups <laughs> yeah. and by a bartender, yes. that's like, I need more coffee. Like, that's different, you know, and yeah. now I'm getting up at 5 a.m. doing workouts. Like, what yes. is that? You know, like, yeah. my life has definitely changed. But, you know, and I still picture, like, can I give somebody a refill on ranch when I'm at my <laughs> limit? You know, like, I've got two toddlers, a teen at the house. Can I handle this amount of somebody asking me for more shit? Yeah. Because yeah. I've had shit, especially your fiance doesn't, you know, lives in. I've got three kids in the house. Like, yeah. and then somebody asks So four all, kids. You have four kids. Right, pretty much. <laughs> so am I going to be able to, so I do think that, you know, yeah. even though my, my job is great, I love my position, but a, a daydream, like, can yeah. I do it? Well, and it's always there. Yes, true. So do you still dream about waiting <gasps> yes. tables? I do, <laughs> actually. <laughs> the stress. It's not the actual... And I remember you telling me, I will have a naked <laughs> wait dream. Like, oh, yeah. You always have the naked dream. I'm do like, I do. fucking naked. I've had, I've had what many, actually. Like, you know... <laughs> I think it's a vulnerability thing yes, the stress. to a certain point. What... And, and, uh, you know, when you're serving tables, you, you walk up to the table, you greet them. And immediately for me, anyways, I get energy, right? Yeah. I get a feeling. Yes. And so, uh, sometimes the feeling is really good. And sometimes the feeling is like, yeah. Yeah. Uh, vibes. Yeah. Yeah. And so you, you, I, I automatically know how to you know, vibe with the table. I don't feel like I can control that table. Like I'm just a mess with them. They're totally running me ragged and and treating me like crap and running me around. And there's nothing I can really do about it because of the vibe that I'm feeling. Like I'm like, I'm not doing a good job here. Um, you know that it, it makes me vulnerable 
to their bullshit. And so yeah. I think that uh, those naked dreams that sometimes I have, uh, it's the vulnerability dreams. that that is yeah. presented and, and, and that kind of thing. Yeah. I've walked up to, t- I've walked up to a table before in my dreams. Um, it was these two ladies and they were just dressed to the hilt. I mean, they were mm-hmm. just gorgeous women and I walked up to the table. I had been late for work apparently in my dream and i so you didn't have time for clothes i didn't have time for clothes or my hair so when i get up in the morning like i i have a a lot of hair you guys oh yeah my hair was just like all crazy it was just insane and you know i had like black down my eyes you just walk up looking like a cave woman yeah Yeah. and i didn't i had a shirt on i I had enough time to put a shirt on but i did not push out Yeah, I didn't have any pants on. And I remember walking up to the table and saying, sorry, I didn't have enough time to put my pants on. Or my apron. Yeah. And uh, I don't remember what happened after that. But can I get you something to drink? Yeah. (laughs) I mean, all right, now, like, all right, we're getting to know each other now. I have to hear... I have to hear what you're like, cause mine tend to follow as it, it's not, it's not a naked thing. Cause honestly, I feel like I would just, I've had naked dreams before and I tend to just be like, well, right. shoulders back, tits <laughs> out, like, just, right? up. Yeah. Like, you know, but I do want to hear what are your, what are your, and we'll have to bleep it, but we always call them mares. What are your mares like? Oh God. Like when you have those stress dreams, do you have like, do they follow a particular format? Hmm. I would say, like, I don't know if it any, and even the ranch mares, it would, all the other restaurants that I've mm-hmm. been in, it's it's more like it just happens everywhere okay. I go. So you Just know, a restaurant, like yeah, anonymous it's restaurant. Nothing, and I was just, you know how that particular place, like there's people that float in and out, mm-hmm. and I was one of the floaters that came in, so I was in there in a part of my life that... And I was so selfish at that time, which was, you know, we so all, I you, didn't, you didn't have kids then. Right. <laughs> so I didn't, there was not a particular situation that happened at that place or a person or any nightmare that happened at that particular, you know, I got very lucky meeting who I met there and oh, that sure. opportunity. So not really you know and and there's always the nightmare situations where you're in the weeds or you forget your pants or (laughs) (laughs) there's always those but not that you know I loved that place and I think going back to if I ever went back to somewhere it would have to be somewhere you know where you ladies work now or well and I need to know let me just on that note uh, you know the owners uh dined out sometime and had you as a server at one point. Oh, and yeah. it was cheddar. And the next time <laughs> it was cheddar. It was cheddar. The next time yeah. I talked to them, they were like, yes. is she rehirable? Yes. She was awesome. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and I was afraid. I remember talking to the managers. I was like, well, I was a fuck up. Oh, or at least like awesome. the last few days, mm-hmm. you know, but that they, was about they that sang restaurant. Your they yes. sang your praises. Yes, about that restaurant. I love that. And I didn't know Closure. that. I never knew that, Chris. See that, cool. that was worth a text. Cool. I like. never <laughs> knew that. So that was pretty that was pretty cool. But I remember seeing them and I'm like, should I say anything? Like, should I just, I just and I'm like, yeah. I'm just I'm just gonna say, you know, at the end nice I think it was at the you. end of the oh, by the way, I worked at your place. Yeah. yeah. You know. 
But, you know, I'm top notch and we all are. So, like, <laughs> yeah. I already knew You're I gave the best service. Right, right. Ever. But that was pretty cool. I've never, I've never knew that. Bad. So, that was cool that you, you told me that. Well, Thanks. Cricket, I'm curious. Did your nightmares change when you like went from like serving mm. to managing? Like, do they yes. get more nuanced? Yes. Mm. She said, yes. To be honest, I hardly ever dream about work anymore since switching to managing, no. which is really? great. Yes, yeah. because it is stressful. I would think it would be opposite. It yeah. is, you know, managing is definitely so, stressful, but in a different way. But like when you wait tables, it's that. Yes. Every second Constance. counts. And Ooh, okay, I got a new table. I got to get the drinks. You okay. always got to get the drinks. So when I had uh, nightmares about serving, it was always I couldn't get the drinks. Right. Yeah. For some reason, I just couldn't get the drinks. I'd go to get ice. There's no ice. I'd go to get lemonade, and there's no yes. lemonade, and there's no oh, glasses, and there's yeah. no this and that, you know. And you're just you can just see the tables being sat, you know, like <laughs> one after the other, like as far as the yeah. eye yeah. can yeah. see. Yeah. <laughs> And, you know, my most memorable nightmare about serving, I, you know, that was happening. And I was just down on my knees in front of the hostess stand, <laughs> breaking my pens in half. <laughs> but recently, I have to say, with COVID, we just one day, you know, they had closed the dining rooms for the second time. And a couple days into that second round, we were just like, let's just put some tables outside and see what happens. And, you know, like people were like, oh, we can sit outside. And, and then the owner came by and he was like, I love it. And like, we had a tent, you know, yeah. within a week. But in that week between, you know, we were just like trying to find shady places outside yeah. in the parking lot <laughs> to put tables. And this one server came in for the worker shift and, you know, like these people wanted to stay and like they had like five people and they're like, oh, we'll just get to go. I'm like, We'll just put a table way out there, you know. I was like, <laughs> like out in the parking lot, right? And park. she's like, "This is the stuff my nightmares are made of." <laughs> <laughs> well, I remember, like, I remember people for years because you know that place has a full bar and they they make killer margaritas. They're oh, so good, silver coin. Um, you know, and honestly, thanks to you know like Amber and, mm -hmm. and Cricket, like you know, really changing up that recipe yes. too. But. Um, I remember people would always come in like, God, it'd just be so nice if you had a patio. And I'm like, okay, this building has been here for like 150 right. years. And do you see that? Oh, longer than that. Yeah, like, longer than they that, move, yeah. uh, That's true. They'll give you a whole tour. There's a museum next, th next door. Like, there's so much history. <laughs> like, Main Street, you know, used to be a dirt road. Like, it's yeah. the oldest, the, 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 the building Lock, that's next yeah. to it, or the, the bar that's next to it, is actually the oldest liquor license in New Mexico. Super mm -hmm. cool place to check out. Mm -hmm. But I remember just being like, fucking where? Where do you want this magical patio to be? Like, should we just knock down the gift shop? Rooftop, like, right? Rooftop. Yeah. <laughs> Ooh, that would be really. Although cool. that would suck to have to work that up would there. Suck. <laughs> you know, in the New Mexico heat, you know, <laughs> yeah. like in yeah. On the subject of nightmares, um, I think I think we we all can relate that they usually you're usually in the weeds. Mm -hmm. Right. You're in yes. the weeds. You can't get Always. drinks and you're, you can yes. never That's get the drinks. You can never get drinks. Nightmares stem from is in yeah. the weeds. Oh, you can't get to the table. You, you know, you're, what you're, you're properly supposed to walking do. in mud you're and naked. your legs won't <laughs> come naked. up or something like yeah. that. But the, the, I, I've another naked dream that I had, and this was, I had pants on, but I didn't have a top on. I had no top. My boobs were just yeah. swinging. Just swinging like you know. And during no pants, this dream has a shirt on. Like, you know. So this restaurant is, a, it's a very open restaurant. And so when you're walking through the main dining room, 
everyone can see you. Yes. <laughs> and I'm walking through there and I'm coming out of the bar and I'm walking towards the, the, the front door. And I look down and realize I don't have a shirt on or a bra or anything. And I'm like, oh, my God. And I, I try to cover up real fast, but it was way too late. So I, I like, ran into the back door of the kitchen or the the, the, you ran in the kitchen. That's better. Yeah. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Those, I go into the kitchen real the fast. men that, like, really. Yeah. Hi, guys. Yeah. And so Love in my you. dream, I'm trying to decide you know is it worse back here or is it worse out there i don't know it was a very short uh dream i just remember you know it was it was you wake rough. up in a tank top with your titties hanging out yeah. the side because you fell asleep in the tank top oh yeah that's what you happens know, your titties were out side, already yeah that but already happens we want to hear about your naked serving dreams or your in the weed dreams yes. at shifttalkerspodcast.com please let us know because Love those it. are some fun fun stories they're not fun when they're happening and you're dreaming and you wake up and you're sweating and you're all stressed or and you got to go back to work now you got to go back to work yeah yeah um but to think about them after you're like why does that happen you know why do we have those dreams and it's just you know um if if you've never been in the industry or you know, it's a stressful job. Yes. You have to be using your brain all the time. And a lot of servers, a lot of uh, seasoned servers end up becoming very, very, uh, um, they end up talking to themselves quite <laughs> regularly. <laughs> they become quite talkative out loud. And, and you know, I talk to myself all the time out loud, even outside of work now. But I, it started because it's your listing. You're, right. yeah. you're collecting you're, your thoughts you're, by saying you're coming away from your section and you're like, I need a Coke. I need, I need chips and salsa at this table. Dah, dah, dah. And you're, 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 you know, in your brain when you're young, yeah. you know, in your brain or whatever. But when you get older, you have to say, <laughs> I, I have to say those things out loud in order to remember. So it does get uh, uh, difficult, but I think that any seasoned server does talk to themselves quite often so uh that's what do you, the what do you guys the profanity think that like came in <laughs> that cricket would look over and like you know the the above the glasses look that i was talking about right. earlier mm -hmm. like that look would be me talking to myself be like motherfucker you know because sometimes i'm just cursing to myself yes. you know yes. like yes you know the but time. then yeah like because and i don't always you know and especially once i started bartending i i didn't always uh you know carry a notepad with me and so, you know, I'm like, yeah, I'd get a 10 top, but it was, and then it was, and I remember like somebody, I remember who it was and he was a sweet kid, but I remember he came up just, he had like just come on and I just had taken the order of this big table, you know, like with all the, you know, modifications and all that. And he was like, Hey, I was like, fuck off <laughs> because I had to get to the computer yes. and then I get it all in and, and then, then I turned fine. and I was like, Hey honey, how are you? And he just was not ready for that. Like. Right total you know like 180 but i was like no no no, no. oh forget yeah. it anyway sorry how are you, you know, but i was like no don't talk to me while it's you know anyway i carry a notepad now just in case but <laughs> no and i can't even put that notepad away until i've done the task that's written on it too you know i'm like i get i'll walk around for 20 minutes with that a piece of paper four i'm like scratched. do not forget about this thing you have to do there's a star next to don't it don't set it down yeah. don't put it in your pocket and god help you if somebody else took the order oh. and is passing it along right. we were talking about that right, earlier right. today too trying to read somebody else's no. 
chicken scratch or you just can't you know like, yeah because everybody has their own sort of code and i've been at restaurants where they try to be like you know and you know this is how we and i'm like okay that's sweet but i'm still going to end up with my own weird ass right hand. like my right. my brain does not fire the same way as a lot of people and that's okay yeah. children that's okay mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. yeah i hate when they just like hand it over like and just figure it out but i gotta go Mm-mm. you're like oh. you can't well so des yes do you have any um very memorable guests, most memorable guests, celebrity experiences in the waiting in uh, your serving career? No, not not celebrity, but there was a memorable guy, and I think you guys probably still know him. Maybe I think his name Laurel. That, oh, oh, yeah, Laurel. Yeah. Well, Laurel we is Laurel. Laurel has touched my life. Yes. Oh, nice. <laughs> he gave me a pair of earrings that he made. Actually, it was near the time that I left that restaurant, so it was like, like he knew, or I don't know. Anyway, he made you a pair made of earrings. Made me a pair of earrings, or he got them somewhere. Yeah. He's a total Renaissance. They were man. very handmade. They were not. You go to Claire's or Kohl's and buy you. It Excellent was, musical taste, that guy. Oh yeah, and yeah. you, you know. Hi Laurel, we yeah. know you're listening. Yeah, yes. <laughs> Laurel is definitely very interested in our podcast, yeah. and and <laughs> we stop it. We see him twice a day. We do. Still. Uh, love it. Oh, he yeah, comes still. in twice a day. Yeah. Twice a day he comes yeah. in to eat. Because it was once a day when I was there. See, now I never get twice. to see him anymore. Okay. Like, I moved up to, I moved right, to the restaurant up the hill. Yeah, okay. And so I don't get to see him anymore. He spends like, hours a day in our restaurant. Yeah. Oh, Because that's my thing. He'd come in and just talk music. I, he, yeah. He's still around. Like, he's, like, like, he's definitely still around. He's, he's glued he's to the wall. earrings around. No, that's a special thing. I never get. It was. It was. And I still have the earrings. So, you know, when you say that, like, back in Alabama, when I was younger, memorable, I didn't get too shits about who came in as long as it was like yeah right. <laughs> and yeah even cheddars but i you know mr laurel and he you know gave me a pair of earrings that made me feel weird and cool at the same time and so he walks in he walks in and the abuse just starts i'm just like no. i know why you're here <laughs> you like it <laughs> He does. I think he that does. he would be offended if he didn't get abused. He'd be like, yes. nobody like, likes me. Have I lie you in it. some way? That's like, what yeah. I'm saying. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. I used to give him shit but because cool. he never once objectified me. And I was always like, damn. Like, he well, likes that. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. What's wrong with me? And so I was just like, you know what? I'm not his type. And that's fine. That's fine. He respects me for like my musical taste. And so I guess that's cool. But you know, I'm like, I start dropping pens so I can do the like bend and snap, you know, like, yeah, yeah. Like, what do you think? I know. I remember one time just like, and I went here and camping and I'm like interested in his photos. Yeah. Yeah. I'm like, oh, that's so super cute and like into it. And yeah, it was, I was just, but Laurel, he was great. He is great. Yeah, he's a good guy. He's an interesting. He's an interesting character, and uh, we're so glad that he is a presence in well, in our good. lives and oh, in our restaurant. You know, yeah. he's definitely probably going to come up again in our podcast. So Laurel, keep right. listening and tell so. your friends. <laughs> he's our mascot. Laurel's going to be our mascot. Tell your friends back in Iowa. Yeah, there's a podcast about me. Yeah. <laughs> Anyhow, we like to ask these golden questions and we asked you, you know, how do you get into the, how do you get into the business and everything? What did you love about the business? 
well, like I said earlier, with the relationships that I got with you, like we've been best friends now yeah. since I've lived here for 12 years, mm-hmm. you know, and then the relationships that I've gained since then, and not even working, Arellis yeah. and I... Never worked together, but... but we party together, and we're yep. still, you know, we still evolve and still are together, and so that's the, that was the best part, and meeting so many different types of people, and being you know, culturally involved. Like this man came from this type of lifestyle yeah. and he was like this. Like I was never in that. Yeah, Alabama being... tends to be pretty right. straightforward. Yes. <laughs> right, <laughs> right. Yeah, New Mexico is definitely a little more open than Alabama. And so that, I would say that was my favorite. And, you know, and that's, I miss about it was mm-hmm. the relationships and how easy it is to so make her relationship. Hey, Des, we want to thank you so much for being here with us yes. and sharing your stories and uh, this was super talking fun. shift. Thank yeah, you. Talk my shift. first time talking shift. Like this is super. <laughs> I was excited to tell my friends and they're going to be listening in. Nice, so I really nice. appreciate okay. the invite. Then have them comment on the blog and on yes. the website and tell us the other stories. Right. The and the other we'll side. Do a sequel. <laughs> yes. Yeah, we'd love to have you back. We'd love yeah, to have well, you back. And, uh, you know, check check us out <laughs> at shifttalkerspodcast.com. Our podcasts are on there. And Arellis has wonderful, informative blogs. We want your comments on those blogs. Uh, they, they kind of pair well with what we talk about on the podcast. So, um, you know, give us a, give us a holler, tell us your story, what you think. And thanks for listening. Yes. I hope y'all have a wonderful COVID free evening. <laughs> Shift talkers. Shift talkers. Podcast.com. <laughs> Dot com. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, but. All right, but now.